Welcome to the Modern Creative Podcast. We're all about connecting with other creative entrepreneurs and having real conversations about life, business, and everything in between. Join us as we converse with small business owners and learn their best tips and tricks on how they got to where they are today. We're here to tell you it's absolutely possible to be successful as a modern creative, and we want to help you to go after your own creative dreams. Hey everyone, and welcome to the Modern Creative Podcast. Today we'll be discussing different ways you can invest in your business. Whether you're in the very beginning stages or have some experience under your belt, it's so important to give back to your business. Today, Joyce and I will talk through both large investments as well as small purchases we've made that went back into serving our companies. As you might know by now, we love helping other creatives by sharing our personal experiences and resources. If you've been enjoying tuning in, we would love to hear from you. Would you take a screenshot of you listening and post it on your Instagram feed or stories? It means the world to us when we hear your feedback, and it would mean so much if you shared this podcast with your friends. You could also help us to reach more people by subscribing and leaving us a review. Thank you so much for tuning in. And without further ado, let's chat about ways to invest in your business. Investing in your business is so important for just... A lot of reasons but really it comes down to you can't really be an expert at everything right so you should try and learn from others that are if you need help with uh, email funnels you need help with copy facebook ads building your website starting a business like there are experts out there and you should be you should learn from them like why not you know sometimes it can be really confusing or overwhelming when you're trying to learn something new or start a new business so A lot of times you're going to need extra guidance because you can't just spend all of your time on Google. One, because you don't know where you're going to end up on Google and whoever you're listening to might not be the best source. And two, you're kind of wasting time that way when you can use that time to work on or in your business. And that kind of leads into, you know, investing in your business also saves you time in the long run, especially when you're investing in automations and systems that we'll talk about in a little bit. So you know, what are some ways that you can invest in your business and in your business education? There are free things. So you can listen to podcasts, holler, you're listening to one right now. You can um, read. There's a lot of great business books that we can recommend that we've read or that we've heard great things about. Um, You know, if you're looking to educate yourself, and I'm going to say that this is probably the cheapest way to invest in your business. Like I said, you know, if you're just starting, I get it you get scrappy, you want to save some pennies, this is how you can do it through all the free information through podcasts and reading. You know, there's also courses and membership sites. Um, There are courses about everything. So I'm like, I'm so overwhelmed with the topics that I'm like, what are their courses about? There's Pinterest courses, there's uh, courses about email lists, about Instagram, about starting a business. Like I have a membership site about starting a creative business, right? There's a lot of resources out there that have various fees from like low monthly fees to one-time course fees and payment plans. So I feel like a lot of uh, membership and course creators try to make it accessible for you with the various payment plans you know so there there are ways out there that you can pay for a course that you really want to take i'm going to say like most people have like payment plans so it's not totally out of reach and then another way you can invest in your business education is through coaching so 
you know, hiring a business coach. A lot of business coaches, you can work with them one-on-one. Sometimes they have a group program, which is great because then you have this built-in community and this built-in like mastermind uh, guided by your coach. So I've done both of those things. And it's that's been amazing. Actually, for me, investing in my business in that way and hiring business coaches um, has completely like changed my life. Like changed my business, allowed me to quit my tech job and therefore it changed my life, right? So um, you you may or may not be at that level yet of wanting to invest um, that much into your business, but eventually, you know, as you go on into your business, there's, you're going to need some kind of mentoring and I think coaching is a great way that you can do that. Yeah, it's interesting because I also am in a mastermind as well as uh, I have a coach as well that I pay money <laughs> so there's like something I don't stake. I don't pay her with artwork I pay her, money. <laughs> I yeah. pay her with money um but it's interesting because we like we have we started both of those uh things in different stages of our business like for you mm-hmm. you got a coach and joined like a mastermind type of group even before you went full-time so that's I think that's really yeah. interesting whereas for me I was like three years into my business and only recently I've joined a mastermind and got a coach. So let's, let's talk more about that. And I honestly, I do think that talking to you, Joyce really made me realize how important it is to have a coach or have some sort of a group that is physically rooting for you and talking to you. I mean, I think forums like open forums, Facebook groups are great, but for me, like if someone sits down or or not even sits down like in person, but just like looks at me and says, Diana, you need to do this. That is so much more powerful than reading it on a general forum. So that's why I think it's so valuable for me. Yeah, no, I agree that it, I've had several uh, coaches since my first coach and, um, but just talking about that first experience, I personally, and I've shared this before, but I personally felt like, even though I was at my day job, I felt like, oh, well, who am I with my little side hustle to pay this much money to work with her, right? But I did it because I knew, this was just me, I knew that I wasn't going to allow myself to hit my next birthday. This was like November of 2016. I wasn't going to allow myself to hit my 2017 birthday and still be working at my job. Mm-hmm. Like, it, I, like some just snapped in me and I was like, nope. Like, I can't, I can't do yeah. this. And so even though I felt like this was a really large investment at the time, um, I, I went for it. But like I mentioned earlier, she had, she had it, you know, be a little bit more accessible to me because there was a payment plan. But yeah, um, that completely changed my business because we focused, we figured out like what I was going to focus on. And then it was like full full on I'm committed to this and then we worked together for six months and then I quit my job June 2nd 2017 so right during our last month of working together I put in my notice and it completely changed my life and it comes from really working with someone else who has this this vision for your business that you can't quite see yet Yeah. yeah I think that's really good it's you know what it is I think what is so powerful is like It's a real life experience that happened to a real life person. And it's like, if if they can do it, why not me? Like that is so powerful. Um, And of course you can still get that when you're reading books. Like I've read, um, have you heard of E-Myth Revisited? 
I have it. I haven't read it yet, but okay. I, I own it. <laughs> it's so good. Even talking about that book makes me smile because it is just so good. And I listened to it as if like there was uh, this one business, small business owner that the, the author talks to and helps throughout the book. And I kept imagining myself as that small business owner. And I think at least for me, like I have to do it that way. Otherwise, if it's a general like inspirational quote or phrase or whatever, like I don't take it personally, but if it, if I can imagine myself being that person, or if I can imagine this author or writer speaking directly to me, then I feel like I retain the information so much more. Um, but I totally, oh, definitely, yeah. You want to work with people that like have, for me, this is my view of it. Like you want to work with people and you want your coaches to be people that have achieved something that you want to achieve. Like, of course, it's so important that you guys get along personality. You agree with like what they're going to be sharing with you and teaching you during your time together. But there is that element of like, yeah, I want to work with him or her because they like, they did amazing in this. And if they can do it, I can do it. And there, and then also to hear someone that you look up to or like, who's in like career, you, you, um, aspire to have one day, like cheer for you. That's very powerful. (laughs) Yeah, I, I agree. And I like tell her, I tell her even now on like random, like G, uh, not Gmail, Instagram messages, like, um, just letting you know, love you, not being creepy, but like, yeah, <laughs> it's just the relationship, uh, that we have. And it like, you know, your coaching relationship ends whenever that, you know, contract ends or whatever. But, um, I've been lucky to, it's not like weird and not to reach out for like coaching advice but like just to have a now it's more like another relationship like another friendship you know Mm -hmm. even though you're beyond the the coaching experience so yeah that's definitely um the best investment that I could have done and that that's the best investment I'm gonna like tell others to do is to invest in coaching yeah are you also in a mastermind type of group Joyce um, I was in a like a peer mastermind. So sometimes when you guys work with coaches, uh, they'll have a group coaching program. It's kind of this built in mastermind, um, but sometimes not. And you can also start your own mastermind. So I was with two other people uh, that, you know, Diana, but uh, and we had our own peer mastermind where we kind of set our own rules and, uh, you know, how we were going to run things. Mm-hmm. Um, we're taking a break on that right now. But yeah, and it's it it was great too because uh, you have people that are your peers and you're doing this together. Mm-hmm. Side note: If you guys are gonna do some kind of peer mastermind, you don't have to be in the same industry. You can be like different types of artists or whatever. But I, you, there should be some kind of commonality. Yeah. So maybe you're all in the same stage of business, or maybe it is that you're all calligraphers or something. But there has to be some kind of commonality before you put that together. We can we can talk about that in another episode. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but what are some other ways besides like education and coaching that you can invest in your business, Diana? Oh man, let's talk about automation <laughs> because that's been a game changer for me. Like before, every time I would get an email or an inquiry or whatever, I would literally custom draft a proposal or a invoice. Like like I type it <laughs> every single time, and of course I still have a template, but I would you know, pop into Illustrator or Photoshop or whatever and draft that. And that's just not, that's just not very smart to, um, in terms of like time. 
of how I spend my time. But then I actually um, invested into a program called HoneyBook um, a few years ago. No, no, maybe maybe it's been a little over a year. And it's been really great. I know there's different programs out there like Dubsado. I just subscribed to Dubsado. I need to get into it though, so I don't know yet. What do you use right now? Dubsado. I just I just signed up for it, so I need to still set it up, which is my fun weekend plans, life yeah. of a creativepreneur. <laughs> what were you using before? I, well, I wasn't, but I just started taking one-on-one clients now. Oh. Well, my whole business was based on courses, so I didn't need this tool. Oh, so interesting. So I'd love, like, yeah, I want to hear about HoneyBook. Like, I'm going to do Dubsado, but, like, mm-hmm. I want to hear how, how that automation has helped you. Yes. So HoneyBook is great because it puts your projects into folders of where they're at. So they could be in the inquiry stage or they could be in the follow-up stage or they could be in the save the date stage or formal suite phase or live art, whatever. Like that's that's my my personal uh, buckets or folders that it, they are in. And it's kind of nice because they're all grouped rather than like on, on like Gmail. You don't really know. You have to remember them by name to know where they're at. And to be super honest, at least at this point in my life, like, I just have too many people. Like I can't remember every single person and every single stage each person is at. So whenever I have, and of course, like my brides, my clients that I'm working with for months at a time, of course I remember where they're at, they are at. But for like example, inquiries, I'm just like, oh my gosh, I don't know. It could, and, and, and because I have different services, like I don't even know which bucket to put them in. So I feel like HoneyBook kind of has that for you, which is really nice. And then for me with like brochures or proposals or invoices, it's all already set up. So all I have to do is plug in which service or how many hours or which package they want me, to, uh, they want to hire me for. And then it's all already set up. So I don't have to like retype it or reinvent the wheel over and over again. Yeah, I mean, that's what those... Uh, types of softwares these CRM tools are for so that's great because it keeps you organized like you said beyond Gmail yeah Um, what else do you use like what other kind of software do you use yeah so I also okay so well it's kind of funny because I used QuickBooks a few years ago to do bookkeeping and stuff like that but then I just got QuickBooks yeah I just I don't know why I wasn't I think it's because I just really don't like bookkeeping I just was like I'm not using utilizing it I'm not using it so I'm just gonna like cancel it and I kind of canceled it and forgot about it and then I do have a um a tax person who does my taxes but he's not my bookkeeper and I did just bring in a bookkeeper a few months ago so she's been doing that um like spreadsheet wise but then after talking to her we're like okay you know what this is also like a waste of time like you don't need to be inputting everything manually so we signed up for QuickBooks again and right now we're still in the process of getting everything set up and stuff like that there's ways that you guys can um because i love quickbooks and it's pretty automated for me now that i have set up rules so once you're at that point diana like it's it'll just kind of run on its own and it's nice so yeah yeah, i agree with you on the quarterly taxes yeah yeah Yeah. for sure um what about project management what do you what do you tend to use Yes. So project management has been a very new thing for me just because I've been a solopreneur for all of my business uh, life. Um, But this this year has been the first it was the first year where I actually started to bring in a team and independent contractors and scheduling people and stuff like that. So I use Basecamp for my team and that's to schedule people for hours um, for specifically for 
our live art services. So our live art is similar to like people who are like doing wedding planning or photographers where they actually have to be on site. So for example, if you book, you know, um, November 7th, I don't know what that day that is, but let's pretend that's a Saturday. If you book that, you can no longer book that again, or you have to get someone scheduled on there unless, you know, if you have a big team that you could schedule two events at once, but it's not like stationary where I just ship out the design so I can book multiple clients that are getting married on November 7th or whatever date I just said (laughs) you know what I mean so I feel like the project management is very important in order to keep track of everything Uh, before I used Google Calendar but I realized once we had like we had seven people like within seven months I was like I can't anymore so we have base camp for that and then for um well, I guess this is project management, but also not necessarily team-wise, but mostly for me. I also use Trello. I know you use Asana, Joyce, um, so I would love, love to hear Asana. more about that. Yeah, I love Asana. And this is, like, very new for me. Trello is very new, but um, one of my good friends sat me down and kind of went through how she uses Trello for her business and with her team. And I was like, oh, wow, this is like very easy, user-friendly. It's like it's like a digital sticky note, essentially. Um, and for me, that's been a better layout rather than like the, you know, the spreadsheet thing. Um, it feels a little bit more freeing and I can like move things around. So I like that. But I'd love to hear about like your experience with Asana too. Uh, Asana has the same features, Trello, in that the notes that you can move around. Uh, they have what is called like a board or a list. Um, so what you're talking about is like boards, but it's, I mean, they're the same thing. I know that there's these, like, should I do Asana? Should I do Trello? Like try both and then see what you like. And then honestly, once you stick with one, it's going to be hard to go to the other. So just try both if you haven't yet, um, first, like whatever trial it is. But I love Asana because I use the list format a lot and it's great because when you set, uh, due dates to things there they have an option where you can just check like my tasks and it's like from every single project like mm-hmm. in your uh in your asana like database or whatever it'll be on one list and so i know what to concentrate on every day every week every month every quarter after i've assigned dates to things mm-hmm. you can even look at it on a calendar view so you just know what to concentrate on so yeah, yeah. i i agree like even if you're by yourself because i am like i've hired out work to contractors or whatever before but like on my team like it's just me right now mm-hmm. and so I still use Asana even though I'm by myself so don't think that you need to like have a team before you start using one of these um, project management tools it's actually going to help you now because when you have a team you already have these processes in place and you can just like add them to whatever software you're using yeah definitely yeah Trello I use mostly for me I do have um my admin girl slash bookkeeper in there as well but the rest of my team like that are doing independent contracting stuff are on base camp so trello is mostly for me so like i mentioned this is the first year where we started growing a team and the reason why i did that was because with live art it's kind of grown faster than i had imagined it to be and i when i was looking at my calendar year i was just like oh my goodness if i keep at this rate i'm gonna burn out or something or what if i get sick and i can't show up or anything like that so that anxiety that caused anxiety in me and i was like i need to bring on people which is why i started to grow my team um and that's been actually so helpful um actually i was telling my husband that one of the things that i felt was missing in my 
job in my business that I don't feel fully satisfied with is the human interaction or the leadership aspect of it. Cause I think I, I really love being around people. Like I'm definitely like a people's person. And I also love alone time. Obviously I work by myself for the most part. Um, but if I don't have that communication piece in my business, I think that's where I feel a little bit like, Oh man, I wish I could have that. So having a team has been great, obviously in the tangible sense of being able to grow our business, but also for me, um, just as like a person, it's been great. Um, so in terms of our team, I have a, I guess a virtual assistant, my admin girl, um, slash book bookkeeper. She's, she lives in Nashville. Um, in Tennessee and I'm in California. So we mostly chat via um, email or um, Slack or we actually have this thing called Marco Polo. Have you ever heard of that? I've heard of it like just <clears throat> recently, but I haven't, I have no idea what it is. So I'll have to look it up. So Marco Polo is similar to like a video text. So you record yourself sending like a text message, but it's in like a video form. So it's kind of nice. So when I'm explaining something something to her on like HoneyBook or something, you just know where a button is. I could just send her a quick Marco Polo and be like, hey, the HoneyBook button is right here or whatever. It's just very quick and it's kind of speeds up us uh, like typing I do that with Loom. Have you heard of Loom? No, L -O -O -M. So Loom, you can record little short form videos like that. You can just like I'm you can um, download like the extension for your Chrome. I use Chrome and it's this little extension and then I can just record my screen, explain something and then gotcha. send a URL off to someone, whoever it was meant for. Yeah, that seems a lot more high tech than Marco Polo because Marco Polo is just <laughs> through the phone. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. So, so Loom, you could do it with your desktop if you need to do it with your desktop. Gotcha. So now you know. Now gotcha, you know, gotcha. Diana. Yeah. So it's kind of nice. Like Marco Polo, like I can, for example, Joyce, if I'm going to a event tonight and I'm, I have two like shoe options, I could just send you a quick Marco Polo and be like, do you like this shoes or this shoes? You know? <laughs> Is one of them pink? Um, no, I'm just kidding. I, I, <laughs> I, like, I don't own the one. <laughs> I know. I don't own any pink shoes either. But like if you did, I would vote pink. Sorry. Fun tangent. Fun you see fact. how I just get you into tangents? <laughs> it's really funny because right before we started re recording this episode, Joyce and I were comparing our mics and we have the same mic, but mine is black and Joyce is pink. You know mine is pink. If there's a pink option, I'm going to get it. I didn't even know that there was a pink option. And if I think I, knew... I looked up pink podcast microphone. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that is hilarious. I love it. Mine's like yellow, yellow everything, but... Anyway, <laughs> I know I'm like, I'm sorry. I always drag Diana into tangents. <laughs> but so you have your admin, you have, um, you know, your interns or what about anything like like web designer or copywriters or anything like that? Have you worked with a or have those types of people joined your team? No, I actually don't have. I've never worked with anyone in that field. I've always done all of my web stuff or copy i would love to outsource especially the copy aspect as soon as i can um but i'd love to i know you do joy so i'd love to hear how you do that so i have worked with um brand designer and web designers like same thing um when i've had rebrands done i'm actually going through a rebrand right now um I've also worked with like video editors and because I, you know, am a course creator, like one of the many things I do is course creation. So I've had, I've hired out video editing, even though like for my YouTube, I will edit my own videos, but that was just nice to like 
offload when you're in the middle of creating a course and like launching it. It's nice to have someone else design. Um, I've also done, I've also worked with copywriters. I'm working with one right now for my, for my funnels, actually. Um, I enjoy writing copy, but it's a lot when you are creating a funnel. And so I was more than happy to like work with a copywriter to have that done. And so I guess the point is, is like, even if you are a solopreneur, I'm going to let that motorcycle pass. Who's trying to ruin the podcast guys. Even if you are a solopreneur, like there are certain tasks that you can, um, hire out and it can be project-based or it can be ongoing. It's just dependent on your needs. But while I do a lot of things myself, there are things like design and editing and copywriting that I do outsource. And if you're at that point of your business where all of these little things are, um, you know, it's causing you to work longer than you would like and you can afford to, on a project basis, like have it done by someone else, go for it. You know, you can, um, you can search for those, those types of, those people with those services on like Facebook groups or maybe referrals. I know that, you know, Diana and I are actually going to have an episode in the future about hiring. Uh, so stay tuned for that if that's something that you're interested in or you think that you might need soon. Um, what's another way that I, I've also invested, I want to share this one with you guys. I've also invested in an attorney and, um, a CPA, so a, an accountant. Um, I've invested in an attorney for drafting really, um, like agreements, partnership agreements that needed to be like custom for me, but I've also done templates too. So you can totally uh, visit some attorneys. There's two off the top of my head that I know of that do great contract templates if that's something you need. So you don't necessarily have to go through the like custom route. You can go through um, a contract template route, which we will definitely talk about in another episode because you you need a contract when you are yeah. working with <laughs> with anyone like you need a contract period um, yeah like there's no Mic there's drop. no ifs ands or buts there's no googling this and pasting something together you need a contract from an attorney so now that i'm like i'm so adamant about it like we're gonna have an episode about that watch out yeah um <laughs> i've also hired a cpa uh just for like taxes because i don't want to deal with taxes now that I'm a business owner it's very hard so I've done that too so you can again like those are things you can hire out on a project basis yeah I am obsessed with my CPA I'm just like without you I wouldn't even know how to move forward with life (laughs) I only talk to mine at tax time but I like her like I will always recommend her so oh yeah yeah. no mine's only tax time too but still I'm still like thank god you're in my life yeah no I felt like that this April so I, I feel you. Yeah. <laughs> so with your all of your contractors, web design editor, copy attorney, all of those people, how did you find them? Um, so for web design, the, the I've had a rebrand before. So my current website, I don't know when you're listening to this, but like my current website as of August 2018, um, I had that designed and I just found them through, I feel like Instagram. I'm now working with a different designer um, Mm -hmm. and a different branding person to rebrand completely away from Right Pretty Things. So that's coming. Stay tuned. Uh, For the editor, video editor, I found a great guy on uh, Fiverr Mm -hmm. where a lot of like freelance people will post, uh, you know, what their skills are. And then you can work out between yourself and them through message. Like this is the scope of your project. Like what would you charge? So Mm -hmm. I found a great guy through that. I would use him again whenever I have another course. And then copywriting, 
Um, the copywriter I'm working with right now, we're actually in a group coaching program together. So the the coach that changed everything for me, we were in the same uh, group together. And so that's how I know her. That's awesome. So you never know where these relationships are going to come from, but you can check Fiverr. You can check Facebook groups and referrals. Yeah, I love it. So guys, again, I know me and the tangents, me, the tangents and pink shoes today, but we did want to just do a little bit of a recap for you, you know, why it's so important to invest in your business, in your business education, you know, through free avenues like podcasts and books, but also paid things like courses and coaching. Uh, We also talked about a few tools that Diana and I use in terms of automation and softwares, uh, CRM tools, bookkeeping, project management, all of that. And it just really... It sounds like a lot, but once you get these things up and going and just kind of functioning on their own, it's going to help you so much in saving time so that you can focus on other things in your business or your life. Maybe you want to save some time so that you don't have to do that much, uh, you know, admin work so you can go take a yoga class, whatever. Like it's going to save time and that's the point. So I really hope that you guys try and look into what automations and softwares you can invest in now because a lot of time it's not going to be as much as maybe coaching Um, and then we also talked a little bit about teams uh, hiring contractors hiring teams that of people that are always working with you and how that kind of helps because you're investing you're investing in their services in order to save you time right and so that's kind of the goal here like we're investing to save time and we're investing to learn things and to grow our business so if you guys have any questions about any of the things that we spoke about in regards to investing in your business and growing it uh, let us know and like we mentioned in the beginning we would love it if you could share this podcast this episode with others who you think would benefit from it and we will catch you next time thanks for listening